Hey there, thanks for listening in today. For this episode, I want to talk about in-person events. So those are a large part of many of our businesses, whether we really realize it or not, and they were gone. Now they're back. Uh, Have you guys been going to them, dipping your toe back in the water and trying out the events? I know for me in my area, things are different uh, after the events have been gone for a couple years. They did not come back exactly the same, and I think a lot of that is because we are not exactly the same. So today we're going to talk about that, how in-person events have changed, and how you can make the most of them before, during, and after an event. And that's whether you're the host, because I know a lot of you do host your own in-person events, or if you're an attendee, someone that is looking to go and attend these in-person events. All it takes is a little strategy and planning ahead, which you guys know I love, to get more ROI out of in-person events. Grab a notebook and let's get started. Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast. I'm your host and business coach, Robin Walker. I help female business owners like you find more strategy and focus so that you can have less overwhelm and distraction while you are building the business and life you dream of. This is your official invitation to join us at the 6th Annual Lakeside Conference in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin on April 11th. We are back in person and so excited and we're ready to level up your business for 2022. If you can't make it in person, which that is the best scenario, but if you can't, then why don't you join our online community of ambitious women like yourself in the Impact Business Circle. Obviously, we've had a big break in in in-person events over the last couple years, and I think we got really comfortable being at home. And I, I know I did. I finally got to see my teenagers more often when we weren't all so crazy busy. Part of it was wonderful, and I will say it got really easy to not go to events that didn't feel like something I had to go to. Unfortunately, I think for a lot of us, even though we may have loved the time home, our businesses really missed these events, and yours may have suffered from it more than you even realize. So I think it's actually time that we start getting a little more strategic about adding these in-person events back into our calendar and back into our marketing and intentionally going to in-person events. It won't be the same as it was before. And in some ways, I kind of think that's a good thing. But I want to talk today about how you can use these in-person events more strategically. So when I say in-person events, I'm not just talking about the very traditional business-to-business type networking events. Some people love those. They definitely have a place. But I'm also talking about maybe some in-person events that are a little more natural to you. So it might be more of a social outing. It might be something that provides camaraderie and community to you. So maybe seeing your mastermind group together in person or doing small coffee chats like you used to do, meeting with your clients in person, conferences. It can be a whole host of different things. So I'm not just talking about traditional networking, of course. I think you should have a varied portfolio, shall we say, of in-person events in your marketing plan. I want to start out by talking about how things are different 
now in the world of events after having them been gone for two years. I think this is going to be helpful for those of you who plan events, but also for those of you who are attending. So not everyone may agree with this, but number one, nobody wants to go. Everyone says they miss in-person events, but I honestly think part of it was that people don't want to be told that they can't go to them anymore. But in reality, I think we kind of liked not going. At least many of the business owners I talked to were okay with missing some of them. Maybe not all of them, but there were some that we were going to that probably were not serving us or our business. So I think it's actually good to take a fresh look at them. And it's okay if you don't want to go. It's okay if you realized that you were missing a lot of time at home with your family. I think that's normal and I think it's really common. Most events are not back up to what their regular numbers were or what their numbers were two years ago. I think there could be a lot of different reasons for this, but I do believe one is just that we've gotten really comfortable at home. How many streaming services do you have? (laughs) How easy is it after you've been working all day to plop on the couch and hang with your family and to have to get back up and go back out is not always as easy, I think, as it used to be. So what does that mean in the world of events? That means if you are planning events, they need to be worthwhile. They need to be fun. They need to be engaging. No one is going to go to boring events anymore. No one's going to go to the events that are guilt-induced, like I should be going to this event. People want it to be worth their time. They need to know what they are going to get out of the event. And I'm sure you guys are the same when you think of going to an event. It's not selfish to think, what am I going to get out of this? You're going to be away from your family. You're going to be away from that time maybe you need to recharge. Or, you know, if you're an introvert and you've been around people all day, you really need to decide, is it worth it for you or not? So if you are planning events, make sure that these are fun that they are worth it for the people attending, and that it's worth it for you. People are going back to events, but I think they're being pickier about which events they go to. So if you're planning them, make sure that you are being strategic and it's going to be worth your time, worth theirs, and that you really can market and promote the value of the event that you are providing. As an attendee, there's a few different reasons that I see business owners get out and go to these in-person events. One of them that I think is so important is just having community. This could be getting out with friends and family. It might not even be business owners, but you just need community. You want to get out and meet new people. This is something that, of course, is to your benefit, is to broaden your circles and, and not only meet new people, but have quality time with people who bring you joy and who fill your tank. Another reason is just for fun. People are ready to blow off some steam. They don't want to think about all the stressful things in their lives or they want to get out so that they can relax. Maybe their home is not as relaxing. Maybe you have a bunch of young children, so actually leaving is what is relaxing for you. No shame in that, young moms. People want fun. Another reason people go to in-person events as a business owner is for learning or advancing your position. These would be your events where there is some kind of training, there is someone teaching something, and you are going to have 
better skills or learn something new as a result of going to this event. So just as a recap, the reasons I see are community, fun, and learning. And if you can find an event that has all three, sign yourself up for that one. Anytime I plan an event, those are the three things that I am trying to include. Someone may come for the learning, but they really love the community or they really needed the fun or the relaxation. So I try to have a combination of these at each of my events. So for example, the Lakeside Conference that's coming up, we have top-notch experts that are gonna be sharing their expertise. So even if you only come for the learning, you are gonna walk out with that being worth your time. But I really think it's important to build in purposeful connection time, And I build community. For me, that is one of the things that I am good at is building a community of women that really feel safe and supported when we're all together. And this is online and in person. And if you can find an event that also has an online component to it or an online group, I think those are the best options because it's more ROI for going to that one event or anytime you repeatedly go to that event, is that you also can build that know, like, and trust in uh, the Facebook group or, or whatever the other community is that they, that they offer. So I do want to take a minute to say what has not changed at networking events. The events that I have gone to, I can tell you what has not changed is that people don't want you to spam them. They don't want you to walk up and pitch to them and they don't want to spend the whole conversation with you just listening to you talk about yourself. I know that's not most of you. You guys are listeners. That's not your style and I so appreciate that. But I just want to remind you that that is not what people are there for. That's not what you're there for. So let's not do that to people. So next, how to choose which ones to go to. So I know right now, at least in our area, it is a little harder to find in-person events. There's still things going on and they are coming back, but sometimes it's hard to find that perfect event that's really worth your time. So how do you know which ones to go to? And a reminder again, these are not just networking events. This can be a volunteer committee that you join. Um, I was on a business planning committee for one of the women's networking groups that I loved. And for me, that was a great networking event because I was doing planning, which I loved, and really getting to know the other women in the committee. It was it was a really a win-win. So think outside the box when you're trying to plan for events. So number one, why are you going? And we talked earlier about, are you looking for community? Are you looking for fun? Are you looking for learning or advancing your position? Maybe it's to broaden your audience. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later in this episode. But really ask yourself, why are you going to this event? What is the goal? And I challenge you not to just have it be, I want to find people to sell to. Because that comes off in your conversations. Uh, It feels a little desperate. And that may be one of the reasons you want to go. But let's try to find a way to frame it in meeting other connections or if if it's if you're just going to sell people know and it just feels yucky so ask yourself number one why are you going number two who will be in the room so who is going to be at this event 
And this matters because if you're not going to go to too many events, then you really want the ones that you go to to have the people in the room that are the people you need to talk to. So that goes with number one. Why are you going to this event? Let's say you really need to learn and you have a skill set you're trying to build then who's in the room matters. Who the speaker is matters. What the topic is matters. If you are trying to be the speaker at this event, then you want to make sure the people in the room are people that are your ideal client. I've heard people say, well, as long as one person in the audience is my ideal client, it's worth it. And I disagree. You have so many opportunities to speak to audiences that are the majority filled with your ideal client. You do not need to waste your time with hoping that there's one. And I'll give an example. I was invited to speak at a women's group. It was a lovely group of women. But when I booked the speaking event, I had asked how many women in the audience were business owners and was told the majority of the audience are business owners or will be starting a business. Perfect. So when I get there, I could just tell it didn't seem like that kind of audience as I because I went early so that I could talk and get to know the audience before I spoke, which I highly recommend doing that if you can. And I realized these are not business owners. So at the beginning of my speech, I asked, how many of you are business owners or are going to open a business soon? Three people raised their hands, one of them being the person who booked me to speak. So I had to pivot in real time and adjust my speech so that I was not boring the majority of the women in the audience who were forced to sit there and listen to me speak about business chit chat that they really weren't interested in. So I pivoted and we talked about how as a community we can support women who locally run small businesses. It ended up being a wonderful presentation. But had I known there weren't going to be business owners in the audience, I probably would have not chosen that as my speaking event and a night away from my family. I would have chosen something that was more strategic. So make sure the people in the audience are the people that you need to be there. Why are you going? Who will be there? And just make sure it's a strategic use of your time. Next, let's talk about how to make that event worth leaving the couch. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, what to do before, during, and after an event to maximize the event. And I'm guessing that most likely you aren't doing all these things and then a lot of people complain that the event wasn't worth their time. So let's make sure we're doing what we can, what's in our control, to make this event have more ROI than just going and coming home. So number one, you probably can predict I'm going to say this, let's plan ahead. Like we talked about before, what's the purpose of going? So here's some different options. Maybe you're trying to increase your brand awareness. Maybe you're trying to have more community with other business connections in your local community. You might just be looking for camaraderie or fun like we talked about before. You might be going to an event to talk to a specific person and there are business owners that do this that person I need to talk to they're going to be in the room so I'm going to get to that event you might also be going to an event to get leads and also then the learning component like we talked about as well so decide what is the main purpose of the event and why you are going 
Earlier, I talked about the Facebook group or an online community that might go with an event. I really think it's important to warm up inside that community before you go to the event. Comment, introduce yourself, get to know the other people in the group. It really helps when you get to the event to be able to recognize someone from their Facebook profile or maybe you had a conversation and then it makes it a lot easier to walk in that room and they also know you and are expecting you to be there. Now, if you are speaking or you want to speak at an event, I always suggest going to the meeting before you pitch the person that is uh, booking speakers. I think it's well worth it. There's times I've gone to the meeting thinking it's going to be a perfect event for me to speak at, and when I go, I realize it's really just not the best fit. It might be good for going to the event to network and get to know the other women, but it's not really worth it for me as a speaker. So if you can, go to the event first, decide if it's a good fit before you pitch. And reminder, you don't have to say yes to every speaking offer that you get. If it's not going to be the right fit, it's going to be a long drive or it's going to be your whole day and you just don't think it's going to be worth it, you don't have to say yes to all of them. Another thing I think is good to plan ahead is to have a conversation question ready. So those of you who have a harder time just walking up and talking to someone, choose your question ahead of time so that you have your go-to question of what you can ask someone to start a conversation. It might be something as simple as, so did you grow up around here? Or can you tell me about what you do? Or have you ever been to these events before? Just pick a question that you can use over and over with, Uh, all the new people that you meet. Now, business cards, uh, some people still love them and a lot of people still ask for them. Not everybody carries them, but I would bring them with you if you have them. Just make sure they're updated, they have the correct information. I always suggest having your headshot picture on there so people remember you. Bring them with if you have them, it can't hurt. And I know I still ask people for them, so when I get home, I remember who I spoke to because I'll take notes on that actual business card. The other thing you can do is have a QR code. A lot of you are already doing that. If you use Canva, which I know a lot of you do, there is an option to create a QR code in Canva. So if you don't have one yet for a certain link, you can make those right in Canva. So have your business cards, your QR code, your calendar link, uh, if you wanna set up any appointments, have all those ready. There's also the app you can get where you have everything preloaded in the app and you just tap your phones together and the other person can see all of the places to connect with you. So there's a lot of really neat ways to further the connection after an in-person event. I'm just suggesting that you have those ready and available so you're not fumbling in your purse to find them. You're not trying to scroll through all your photos to find your QR code. Just be ready and prepared to have those. So if someone asks, you can easily connect with them right away. Let's talk about what you can do at the event to have more ROI for this event. You guys all know, don't just sit by all the people you know. I won't go into that. You all know that. Get out of your comfort zone. Go meet new people. The main thing I want you to remember is when you're there, be present. If you are there, be there. Put down your phone, put it away. Ahead of time, tell the kids to call dad or grandma if they need something. Don't check your email. Use your time to be there and be present. No one wants to walk up and talk to someone who's sitting in the corner scrolling their phone. 
So when I say if you're there, be there, it means be present, but it also means take advantage of the time you're there. Act in the moment. So if someone gives you a business card and you're having a conversation, and this actually happened to me the other night, I was talking with someone new and I had a resource to offer him. And so I told him I would email him after the event and send him that. And I didn't write it down. Later on in the night, we were both like, what was it that I was going to email you again? And we couldn't remember. So then with the help of a third party in our conversation, we remembered what it was. So I grabbed his business card and I wrote it down on his business card. That way, when I get home, I remember exactly what I promised. And so you don't look like a flake not following up with what you promised you would send. So do it in the moment. If you get their business card, write down who they are. You can even do it in front of them. They don't mind. It just shows that you really want to remember them and that you think the conversation was important. That's a compliment. You can also scan their QR code right there so that you have their contact information. I've set up a coffee chat while we're together in the conversation so that we both for sure do it. We have our calendars right there. So just do all those things now because you know when you get home, you're probably going to forget. So do them in the moment. Another thing I always suggest is while you're at the event, introduce yourself to whoever is the leader of the group, the event coordinator, whoever's running the show. I think it's always important to go up and introduce yourself, thank them for having you at the event, and compliment them on something that you really enjoy about the event or their marketing for the event. I think that always goes a long way for you know not pitching them, but just introducing yourself and saying hello. So now let's talk about afterwards. A lot of people, you come home from the event, you're like, fine, I did it, I'm done. Uh, Some of you guys are really good at the follow-up. Just keep in mind, follow up with people that showed interest. Don't follow up with everyone on the list or everyone that showed up. Follow up with the people you had conversations with, even if it's just something simple, like saying, it was really great talking with you, here's the thing I promised I'd send you, or... Even just, it was great talking with you. I just followed your account on Facebook and I look forward to getting to know you more. That's it. That's all you need to do. You could ask them a question if you want to continue the conversation, but by all means, do not pitch them in that in that first email. Wait for them to ask for more information. But I do think following up and just saying it was great to meet you, especially if it's someone that you had fun with or that you really want to continue that relationship or that conversation. It's great to follow up with them in Messenger, on their social media, or even an email. I usually suggest to people to do their follow-up in the parking lot before you drive away because we all know what happens when we get home. There's that couch waiting for us, our Netflix is calling us, or our family needs our attention, or we're just tired. Before you leave the event, go sit in your car, type out the emails, Or if you don't do it then, make sure that you're setting aside time on your calendar for the next day to do it. Go in and actually add a calendar event of doing follow-up. Otherwise, it's going to be a week later. You're going to find all these business cards at the bottom of your purse with all your sticks of gum and purse dirt hanging out down there. And then you will feel like it's been too long that now you can't contact them. So just set up time for yourself to do that or do it right away in the parking lot before you leave. Also, if they do have that Facebook group, go in there and hang out in the group afterwards. 
create a post about what a great time you had or tag someone in a picture that you know you guys took together with their permission of course but don't just let the event be the end of it. And there is something to be said for consistency too in going to events more than once. You can't really go to an event and say, oh, that wasn't worth my time. You have to get to know the people and the repeated exposure is really what increases the know, like, and trust, the more conversations you have with someone in person. So that being said, I know that was a lot of information. So when you are planning your events, Let's think through some of these things and trying to make them strategic and make them really worth your time. If you need an event to come to, you know you guys are all welcome to join us in Southeast Wisconsin, April 11th. You know I put my heart and soul into my events to make them beneficial to you and your business, and they are well worth the time away. So come and join us. You can register at bit.ly slash 2022 Lakeside Conference, and I'll put that in the show notes. And again, if you can't join us in person, then join our tribe online in the Impact Membership Circle. We would love to welcome you into our circle. I thank you for spending part of your day with me. I'm honored you are a listener. If you haven't yet, please follow or subscribe to the podcast so you don't have to go searching for all those upcoming episodes. All right, now go get back to work.